This is Rachel Balducci, and you're listening to Spill the Tea, a podcast of the Department of Communication at Augusta University. Okay, so today we're going to kick off our advice segment, um, which is just like a sequel from last time. So I guess my question I have for y'all is, what's something that you wish someone would have told you before starting college? Or what's advice you would give to someone who's going into college? For me, I feel like since I've been in college, I haven't had quote-unquote fun Like, I've just been very, like, okay, school, work, school, work. Like, very, like, on top of everything. Um, And I've, like, I don't know. I've never been to, like, a game. Or I haven't been to, like, all these college activities that everybody Mm. talks about. Like, the college experience. Junior. Yeah. So, I would say, make sure you do have fun on top of doing your work and, like, Mm. getting everything done and being responsible with your assignments but still have fun like enjoy enjoy your time in college because you only have four years yeah my advice would be um it's okay if you still don't know what exactly it is that you want to do um you're human gonna make mistakes um you're gonna fail but as long as you pick yourself back up and keep your head on straight and focus, you'll be fine. But it's okay to make mistakes. Life goes on. You'll be fine. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess for me, I would tell someone to just pick something and just go with it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. drive on. Um, whatever it is that you're going to do in college it's just a stepping stone it's like a check the block kind of thing but if you have an idea of where you want to end up in 20 years then it will certainly help to know what to study but if not then just pick something that seems interesting that you want to study otherwise it becomes a bore and a chore and you won't be interested in the material and then once you graduate with a degree depending on what it is that you have a degree in like unless you're going to be a doctor then you kind of need to have that biology degree if you're going to be a nurse you need to have those prerequisites but in the general sense of the world out there unless you're going to go specific into a trade or a profession most employers really don't care They just want you to have something to have that work ethic. So having the degree just proves that you can put your mind to something and accomplish it. You know, that's having credibility and validation that, hey, I I may not be as smart as the uh, 18-year-old natural that didn't go to college who's been working for like, you know, two years, but... I put in some hard work and, you know, I can work harder. Having that responsibility to, that you can do it. Yeah. yeah. So it was a growing thing for me. And then I'm like, I was like, um, you as well. I didn't really have fun. I didn't party. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm not a party person, so mm -hmm. it didn't really <laughs> mesh with me anyway. And then I didn't want to get in trouble. I wanted to I keep feel that. clean. I, I feel like that might be another reason why I don't either. Because right. I'm not like, oh, woo, let's go, woo, let's go and, you know, have fun. I mean, I like to have fun, but in different right. ways, I, I guess. I have my own fun. Like, I never yeah. got into drinking. Um, I just, uh, my body does not process alcohol. And then the first time I went to college, if you recall, it was in San Diego, which is a stone's throw from the Mexican border. And in Mexico, you have to, you don't have to be 21 to drink. So it was a really popular college destination, classic, you know, let's go south of the border and mm -hmm. get drunk and classic especially spring, spring break. break. Exactly. <laughs> but then I, I even, you know, I never felt left out not being invited because I didn't enjoy it and I didn't want to be the designated driver mm -hmm. and I was also scared for my life because mm -hmm. there's a lot of stories that the university would put out in terms of like you know dangers like if you go there make sure you have a buddy you know make sure you don't travel alone and you know yeah have someone responsible so I, and I, I didn't want to babysit my friends exactly so I didn't miss yeah. out but I mm -hmm. and then um, culturally too, this is weird. Like, um, I've never been into like big American sports, like football, mm -hmm. baseball. Like, and I know there's a lot of people out there that just really get into the the sports theme of it. And in my university and even AU, it's not like a big sports themed school. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like thankful about that because then um, I don't know, like the thought of me just wearing a hoodie that says you know yeah. go blankety blank team that's just not me <laughs> I, yeah, I would be I doing that. that to kind of assimilate to kind of accommodate mm -hmm. and and fit in with everybody else you go oh did you watch the game it's like yeah i no. really don't care <laughs> yeah. about who's winning like yeah. it doesn't help me i don't enjoy it like i'd rather play it mm -hmm. so it's like you know how about instead we watch it we go out there and you know let's play a game yeah anyway long-winded version i'm a talker sorry <laughs> Throw it um back to you. for me i think it is for me i think it, it i would say like putting yourself out there like don't get me wrong i have not put myself out there at all like <laughs> I, i'm very introverted i'm kind of shy so like i don't like 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 most like everybody tells you this when you get here like get involved in student organizations uh ask mm. for internships get, mm. go talk to people do this that's and that's not really like who i am but i know that like for the sake of getting where i want to go you need other people for that to kind of like network and connect with people and i think that's like ha that has been like my biggest struggle here because like just the idea of talking to people even with this class we have to do interviews mm -hmm. like yeah. when i tell y'all when we had to go and do cover those events i was literally shaking and mm. that's just how bad my anxiety is when i like go around people yeah. and so it's like i know i need to but it's like it's hard making the step to actually yeah. be there and like <laughs> talk to these people because like I, yeah. I joined the student organization but when i tell you i ain't been to like none of the meetings because it's so many people yeah. and like I don't know. I, I think I'm trying to get better about that. Like, it's my first year, so I'm like, okay, well, you got three more years to do mm -hmm. this, you know? <laughs> but I, I do know that I need to, like, kind of come out of my shell a little bit. And so I know it's like, okay, how, you, how can you tell other people to do this? I feel like it's just a good, like, it's a good thing. Like, I'm still 
like working on it now but I feel like once I get there it'll open up a lot more doors for me so that's one reason why I'm trying to like push myself to like mm. go talk to people yeah. interview you know just just do little stuff yeah but it, it's scary it is <laughs> I feel that I I also struggle with like anxiety and feeling like a I don't want to say a burden but like feeling like mm, I don't know if I really want to go and talk to all these people right. and be around all these people all the time because it's, it's stressful it's it's nerve-wracking having to put yourself out there but it definitely is important yeah because i kid you not when, when when i heard we had to do interviews in this class i'm like i'm about to drop right now mm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah uh-uh that that's that's so dead no i gotta go honestly for me if it were if i knew i had to be doing writing like you know with a one-day turnaround time i would not have taken yeah. that class if it was like for journalism like you know as if i was a reporter yeah that i wouldn't have done it well alexis i do want to say i saw your article in oh. the bell ringer so i want to say kudos to you for that because i've seen it as well i've seen it good job on that was yeah. that an interview thing that you it was it was for ringer? this class mm -hmm. like i love writing it's what just was, the interviewing that that I'm always so gets me i think it was a profile piece yeah it was a do. profile piece oh. and she was like she really liked it and she was mm -hmm. like I'm a, i'll try to get it published well, and that's the thing so, i'm a really strong so writer i, I just can't interview this now <laughs> what's the, who was the profile on it was uh it was uh over the president for student org uh black okay. the black student union or something like huh. that and his name was luke anderson but yeah I, he was so friendly and everything i just think like i said it's just the interview portion of it that's like okay i can do this i can do this <laughs> but the writing is always like the easiest thing for me it's just the talking to people and how they're gonna react and this i think i just get in my head a little bit do too much do you think you could have written it if someone else were to do the interview and then you were like listening to it yeah i think i could do that I, like i said it's just like writing is like a it's a passion for me huh. but it's just like when it comes to like this type of work talking and interviewing people that's that's like my one weakness that's that's wow. the one thing i struggle with just talking to people so yeah <laughs> wow well congratulations know, thank you published writer <laughs> but yeah so any any other advice anything else no I, I i'm really fascinated by how the four of us are all kind of like more introverts <laughs> yeah right? I, I know i've talked to kimberlyn in the past and like she's the, the quietest person in any classroom <laughs> i don't know if you guys have had her in any other classes but mm -hmm. she's definitely so low-key mm -hmm. like she definitely hides and then when i found out that she works as in in the service industry and she talks for a living literally like the, <laughs> the more she talks to people the the odds are like the better she gets paid mm -hmm. and the the, the friendliness of so what she does so I was like wow mm -hmm. so she could really turn that on and like a off. switch like right. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I really can guys I really can yeah like I feel you when you said uh, it was hard to go out and interview people and talk to people I don't really like it either but then once I get to the person and talk to them it just kind of flows naturally and wow I don't know it's just I prefer to be quiet and only speak when I'm spoken <laughs> when to. You need to yeah. and when yeah. I need to talk yeah mm -hmm. so I mean I don't know but I like being a communications major though it is a lot of talking that you have to do yeah with, you know with people and stuff I like it yeah and I know like <laughs> just like growing up like it's it's so weird because even the school I went to they were big on 
public speaking. So it's like I did like a lot of presentations, a lot of like capstones and everything. And you would think like I should be good at this, but mm-hmm. I kid you not, every time I'm like shaking before any presentation, any interview, anything. And so I think I think definitely like that networking and talking to folks, they'll they'll definitely help you cuz I know I think at the end of our degrees or whatever i think we have to do like a presentation and when i tell y'all that is so far away from me but i'm like oh my god how am i do this mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah for sure i know i applaud all of you and, and you guys are our, obviously communications majors so then you guys are studying the right thing i think honestly when i went through my undergrad i made fun of communications type of you know, majors. Mm-hmm. I tried the hard sciences. You know, I think so. I mentioned doing like the hard physics course, trying to be a mechanical engineer. And the, 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 and some of you have tried that with the hard sciences, like the uh, the nursing, nursing track, right, with the <laughs> biology, anatomy, the where it's like a constant barrage of information. But one thing I've learned now that I'm 40 something odd years old is that I have always struggled with the communicating thing and then seeing people excel in the American culture. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how smart you are. It really is about how well you can convey your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these scientists and uh, biology mathematicians, they may be wonderful on the textbook. They be, have all the formulas. And you've probably heard it from your peers. And some of them get promoted to, you know, they have a job at AU and now they're teaching. They're horrible teachers because they don't know how to communicate. Because yes. they, they know all this material and they just don't know how to like do that brain dump. And I've seen it too with my peers and personally myself. I always felt like, yeah, I know the material, but I just didn't feel comfortable either writing it down and documenting what my thoughts were. Then I have peers that are writing books and getting published and then now they're getting famous for whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then they're getting more gigs, more jobs, even though I excelled in school and I know the material better and they would come to me for advice. It's because they had the ability to put themselves out there like Kimberlyn and, and communicate to people to convey what it is, even if it's you know not 100% accurate, they have that charisma. They can connect with people on that personal level. So I applaud all of you guys for you know studying communications, and I think it's it's really important and underlooked. And I, I wish it would be a more of a requirement for the the science guys. You I know? agree. I agree because for like nurses, yeah. I, I mean I work at the hospital, so I see people all the time, yeah. and I talk to people. All That's night a great long. point. Um, and I truly believe more nurses should have more classes like these because they need to talk to patients and they right. need to convey or they need to explain things in a specific way right. to those patients. So I feel like there should be like a um, communications for healthcare workers yeah. or for healthcare health like sciences. A exactly. Yeah. So these nurses or doctors or you know respiratory therapists occupate like there's so many healthcare workers that need to speak to patients right and it's hard like you need to be very careful about how you say certain things you need to like tiptoe around make sure you don't say some things that you know might hurt their feelings you're absolutely right I think you really hit the the nail on that one. Like my brother's a doctor, and when mm-hmm. I talk to him about you know how does he break the bad news to patients, he works in the ER, so unfortunately things don't always go as planned, or people come in and it's too late. 
So he has to break the bad news. And if you've ever met my brother, he's always got a smile on his face. He's like the Joker. So I always oh, question, gosh. like, how does he deliver this news? Mm-hmm. And he told me that, you know, they had one class on, like, bedside manners. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, a fluff class. And I totally get it because in, in, the, in the field of hard science, sciences and they're studying, you know, all the cells and organisms and the periodic table of all this other stuff and then to throw in a soft fluff communications class, it's a hard thing. Thing for them to actually devote the time and attention and needs, especially when they're, you know, thinking about graduating, socializing, getting a job. It's like the last thing on their minds. But it is absolutely important to be able to develop that empathy. And like one of the classes I'm taking now is an interpersonal communications mm-hmm. class. And also I've taken that intercultural one. And that was mind-blowing for me. Like I've been around the block for like, like I said, 40 some odd years. And I was, I was blown away by seeing how if I had taken that class earlier mm-hmm. in my career, it would have reduced some of the frustrations I've had with relationships with, you know, peers or businesses and just even clients, mm-hmm. understanding people, understanding why certain things happen. Like one thing that I just had the epiphany of is like, why did I get bullied when I was in junior high? Like I grew up in a primarily uh, Hispanic area and I'm an Asian guy, and in the Asian culture, we're a little bit more quiet and reserved. We're more we're stoic. We don't express emotions. Mm-hmm. So something from the interpersonal class was that other like um, Hispanic cultures, they yeah, love loving, touching. They love yeah, to express emotions. <laughs> it, yes, and, and then, I can testify to that right. because I was like always like, oh hi, like hi, come here. So give what me a I hug. what I see now in my junior high days is that these guys weren't bullying me. No, they were trying to get a reaction out of me. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get me to express some kind of emotion of joy or so anger. Reserved. Right. So because I was so stoic and I didn't I didn't I didn't present the face that they were expecting, mm-hmm. they kept on picking on me. So it just kept on escalating. So in a way, you know, they bullied initially because, you know, they expected me to act like one of them, if, mm-hmm. if you if you will, like their family members. They thought I'd laugh. They thought I would challenge them back. It's like, hey, don't do that mm-hmm. and have be expressive. But because I just kind of like took it and just went around my way, they're like, what's wrong with him? Yeah. And yet at the same time, it was like I'm a thinking. Way of them trying to communicate correct. to you, but they didn't know how. Right. And it's the same mm-hmm. thing for me because I didn't recognize what they were doing. I'm like, why, why are these guys just like, you know, calling him why are they poking at me mm-hmm. so then now i recognize you know what no they their cultures they, they express emotions very openly mm-hmm. and i did it so they're like things like that you know in the business world in the military world when you're like thrown into the barracks with you know people from all 50 states and you don't know who's from where and the way they're communicating with each other is just like so different had i had those two classes i would have been like oh you know, I would have been able to adapt and assimilate um, quicker and probably excel differently in my career. My career choices might have been different as well. So, that's interesting. That's yeah. All so, I got. as we close out, I want to kind of leave something on the table. Um, I had a professor, it wasn't a professor, it was like one of my high school teachers telling me that if you're doing something and it makes you, you uncomfortable, but you're really good at it, keep doing it. Because mm. you never, like, you might be closing doors that you've never seen yourself in. Mm-hmm. Very true. So when she told me that, I was like, what does that mean? But now I'm like, oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's it.